Sunday night saw our mighty Cox roll out the welcome mat to Ricky's Raiders. With a congested top eight, our boys needed to win to keep in touch with the rest of the pack. The Raiders got off to a flyer, courtesy of some Jack White and Brilliance. And as we looked to half time, Luke Keary ran into a hole and Joey Manu did the rest. It gave us Roosters fans a glimmer of hope. As we walked out of the sheds, Joey Manu, the man of the moment, plucked one from the air and it was all to play for in the second half. When Lindsay Collins crossed over with five to go, it was a race against the clock to get the win. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Roosters Radio. Joining me this week, producer Pat in the studio. Paddy, it was cold out there at uh, Allianz on Sunday night. We were both out there. Look, not the best of halves that first half, but a, a solid performance in the second half and uh, a few questionable decisions went against us. And uh, unfortunately, the Raiders got the cash. G'day, everybody. Yes, yeah, Silky, we were out there and it was freezing. Oh, Jesus. I probably played into Canberra's hands, to be honest. But look, that first half, yeah, it was nothing short of disappointing, but... You look at that second half and we really bounce back. I just think our attack was still lacking. Look, to be fair, I think what Coach Robinson's done over the past few weeks has simplified our attack. And look, I think the, the, the big one there on Sunday night was the kicking game of Jamal Fogarty. He was getting in excess of 50 metres every time he put his boot to the ball. And we were coming out of our 5 and 10 metre line, uh, which made it hard for us to get an attacking play, particularly in that first half. As the game opened up a bit in the second half, uh, you know, we had more shots at him. But, yeah, our, our kicking game, I think, let us down there on Sunday night. And, and you know, perfect example was that towering bomb uh, that he put up in the first half. Mate, it looked like it was going to leave the stadium. It went up that high. It was unbelievable. Yeah, but, look, I think it was fair to say a forward pass clearly uh, on their second try when Croker got around Joey Manu and that, that penalty in front of the goalpost. So I looked at that on the replay and I, I honestly didn't think our players were offside. But anyways, it's it's all said and done now and uh, it's back to the drawing board for Coach Robinson. It still baffles me why we can't rule a forward pass on the video referees. I mean, we saw one so in Origin last way, week yeah. too. It's just Same ref. I think it, it might change soon because there are some calls. And look, we're not complaining. I mean, they, they outplayed us in that first half and we were chasing our tails for the rest of the game. But I mean, it'd be great to be able to rule on things like that. But... Lindsay Collins at the end, that barnstorming throw, I thought that was a really good just kind of give me the ball and I'm going to do it. Yep. Off the back of Origin, you know, he'd still be hurt and you probably have still a bit of a headache from Wednesday celebrations <laughs> with um, Alfie Lang. I'm not sure if you saw any of the videos. <laughs> I but, so, you know, I think he really stepped up there and he really showed that grit and that leadership of just give me the ball, I'm the man for this moment, which I really was impressed by. And then, yeah, we just pretty much got beaten by the clock in the end there, but... Look, positives, uh, yeah. our defense was a really big positive. I think two of their tries came off the back of kicks, so yep. they weren't really beating us as such, definitely not through the middle, so I think that's a really good sign with Boyd and Friend only being there for a couple of weeks. Paddy, I tell you what the biggest positive was for me is our completion rate. We completed at 80%. Now, unfortunately, the Raiders, uh, they completed 82 but I think, and I'm sure you agree, that those little errors in and around the ruck, we didn't see any of them, really. Mm. I think you know, there's once, I think, Sandon Smith knocked on early in a, in a tackle count in that first half when we're attacking their line. But other than that, I, I can't think of any kind of errors as such. There was that one at the end there where I really thought we were going to go through where Sandon yeah, passed it to middle. Teddy and Teddy just wasn't looking, which is just unfortunate. I mean, nine times out of ten he catches that. But Sandon, I really like the look of him. He's electric. Well, I like the way he takes the line on uh, and, and he's exciting to watch. But look, I think um, by all reports, Sammy Walker may be Maybe back soon too. So we wait to see what happens there. Look, one of the dampeners on the night, Paddy, was the injury toll. We lost a fair few players there on Sunday night. 
Yeah, we lost Egan to a HIA. Yeah, so he's out this week. Angus Crichton, MCL. Congratulations yeah, for, for his 150. Yeah, he's, he's going to be out for a few weeks. Uh, we've seen Satilli just get ruled out with a back injury for the rest of the year now. Yeah, Jake Turpin went off too with uh, some crook ribs as yeah, well. Yeah, luckily he's, he's been named to line up this week, which is fortunate. And so it's just it's just another year where we get these injuries. I mean, it, we do have good depth and that shows around these times of the year, but it's just getting to the point where it's like, how many injuries? I think you said Siwa Wong might be 28th or 29th player with views this year. I believe so, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of our season, isn't it? Yeah. Paddy, one player I do want to give a shout-out to is Daniel Tupu. Yeah. Uh, one of the older statesmen. Just him being back in the team and his carries from the, our try line. Like, that's what was missing. I know he was out for six weeks, and, and you could really tell we weren't just getting... We weren't getting any momentum coming out of our own end, but having him back, mate, he makes such a difference. And, and the good news is he's partnering crime this week. Uh, look, he's been playing in the centres for a number of weeks. We had him up in the captain's club, as a matter of fact, on Sunday night as um, Joseph Swaliti. I think having him back in on the wing helps our team get on the front foot coming out of our own end. Yeah, it's massive. I mean, they're two of those wingers, big bodies coming yeah. out of our room. But I think Tupo's a real leader. Not much of a talker as such, but I think he'd give that presence of, certainly as a fan, whenever he's got the ball, I feel safe and I'm not on edge. You know, there's some plays in the league where they've got the ball and you're kind of going, oh, and you, you hold your breath a little bit. Tupo, you always feel safe. And I feel like he'd have that presence out on the field as well. And that presence, you just want to play for him. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I actually think the team builds momentum off the back of those tough carries. Now, one player I note, and he's the guest on this week's show, as a matter of fact, Nathan Brown played a lot of minutes there on Sunday night. Uh, looking at the team list for this week, we're going to chat to Nathan on this week's show, but uh, it's an exciting forward pack. We've got JWH, of course, with Jakey Turpin and Lindsay uh, in our front row. But check out this back row, pack. We've got Victor Radley and Afahu White as our back rowers and Nathan Brown at number 13. So, ball players, Victor and... Uh, Nathan Brown, and we've got the big body in the Fahu White. I think it's really good selection by Coach Robinson up against a big manly pack. Well, it's just attack, 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 isn't it? They've got some pretty brutal second rowers themselves in yeah, Olakawatu, who's, who's a great weapon for Manly, but I think if we use these players correctly, I mean, as you've spoke about off-air with Nafahu White, his footwork yeah. late at the line is amazing, so it just says attack to me, really. We know Rads can hit holes, and Nathan Brown's earned his spot to start in that lock roll yeah. the last few weeks. I mean, I'm really keen to see if he enjoys playing that style, because, you know, the traditionally the Roosters play a very similar style to, say, a Penrith team where that lock is just ball playing. Yep. It's like having three halves on the field. So I think it takes a particular player to want to do that. So he seems to just take it and really enjoy it and thrive in it. So I think he's earned that spot. And if you can fit him and Radley in the starting side, whew. Yeah. Look, I think it's a season-defining moment there on Sunday afternoon. Fortress Brookvale, they'll get a crowd there. They're hard to beat at home, and I really believe, Paddy, our season's on the line. Uh, I think if we don't win this, we lose touch of that top eight. It's very congested. I think five down to uh, 11, as a matter of fact, on 20 points. We're on 18, you know, with games to play this week. We've got the bye the following week. If we can get that win up on Sunday, go into the bye, there's four points you know, a couple of weeks of training, see how this lineup performs. We can have one last throw at the stumps as we head towards the finals. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you don't want to be leaving it to the last six games to make your run into the finals because you're almost playing a mini final series before the actual Always. fight. I think that happened a couple of years yeah. ago. We, we won eight in a row on the trot. And by the time the prelims or the semi final before that came around, 
we'd already played eight must-win games, you know, and you're absolutely knackered. So I would agree with you. I think it's a must-win, but I think we can do it. Well, a man who's going to have a fair bit to say about that is our guest right after the break. You're on Roosters Radio, and when we come back, Nathan Brown. G'day, Roosters fans. I'm Boyd Cordner. I'm Jake Friend, and you're listening to us both on Roosters Radio. Well, Roosters fans, he debuted for the Tigers all the way back in 2013. He's played State of Origin. He captained Italy in last year's World Cup. And now we're happy to say he's a rooster. It's a warm Roosters radio welcome for our lock this week, Nathan Brown. Brownie, welcome for the very first time. Nah, thank you, boys. Thank you. Now, mate, you've had a uh, you know, a long career. You found your way to the Roosters, but, mate, I think probably early this season it would have been challenging. How did you get through it all? Yeah, obviously, feel my experiences from my career, you know, these things, uh, you know, kind of happen. So, yeah, I guess I've been in this, you know, situation before with with all this stuff going on. So, yeah, I guess, you know, you just got to deal with it and that, that's footy and, yeah, just, just roll the punches, I guess. And how have you found it transitioning into the life of a rooster, mate? Yeah, loving it, man. It's, uh, yeah, it's been awesome. Grateful to, to be part of such a great club, um, obviously with a lot of history and, uh, a lot of success over the few years, and um, yeah, really enjoying and uh, loving my time here so far. Now, I know the big fan question is, obviously, you grew up in Fairfield, started at the West Tigers, played majority of your career out there at Parramatta. Well, I mean, what's the difference between uh, Parramatta Mall, say, and Westfield Bondi Junction? <laughs> uh, I think a lot more... <laughs> A lot more uh, kind of uh, ethnic or wog-looking people. <laughs> <laughs> a few more lattes in Bondi, uh, in Bondi Junction. <laughs> and, mate, as a proud Italian, mate, what is your coffee of choice? Oh, I, I start off with uh, – I have a few coffees a day, to be honest. I, uh, I, have, I start off with a long black and then I, I'll go with uh, – <laughs> With, I'll go with whoever I'm with, whatever they get, I'll, I'll get them. Uh, not too fast my coffees. Is, uh, it's just more of a social thing, I guess. So, But start off with a long black, get the, you know, be a bit healthy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of your Italian heritage, you, as Cooper mentioned in the intro, you captained Italy in last year's World Cup. Must have been a very proud moment for you and your family. Yeah, very proud. Yeah, obviously, it was uh, exciting for, for myself and my family representing uh, my mum and both my grandparents. Uh, they were born over there and... Uh, yeah, I lived with um, I lived with my uh, my nonna, so my grandma, my whole life, and up until I was yeah like 25. So yeah, I'm a very yeah proud Italian, and um, yeah, I guess yeah living with her, and you know I, I understand the the Italian culture a lot, and um, yeah, it's a big part of my life. So yeah, it was the um, yeah it was very special, and as as much as uh, she doesn't know. Uh, too much about football. My grandmother, she uh, <laughs> she definitely was proud. She was definitely proud um, when I told her that uh, I was captain Italy. So yeah, it was uh, it was a cool moment and uh, yeah, it was an awesome experience. Yeah. So what about the actual World Cup itself? We spoke to Luke here a few weeks ago and he was playing for Ireland. You know, there's a few stories he might have enjoyed more off the field than playing <laughs> on the field. Um, what was the actual experience like going over there with with a bunch of boys and and representing that country, but the whole experience over in England? Yeah, it was cool, man. It was the first time. Yeah, I've uh, I've been in England and. I guess it was, um, you know, being the only NRL player. Uh, yeah, it was a cool experience just to just to see what the other boys in the team do day to day. You know, obviously a lot of them had, you know, full time jobs, and a few of them played, or a few of them, yeah, a few of them played and still play over there in the Division Two um, over in England. So yeah, to meet all of them there and to see, 
you know how much it meant to them uh, to be part of the to be, part of, to be part of the team and be part of like you know sort of you know that was their, their first kind of uh, professional kind of yeah. Um, yeah. tour or or and, and things like that. So um, they were really excited and yeah, it was, yeah, it's just awesome to um, try to teach them as much as I can and you know it's good to see a few of the boys. Um, you know, obviously Luca uh, debuting a few weeks ago, and then uh, yeah, obviously Daniel Atkinson who who has a contract in uh, over the Sharks, and I think he just uh, extended for a couple more years. So yeah, to see the boys um, develop from that tour was um, yeah awesome to see because yeah I've I've uh, watched them closely, and um, yeah it was pretty cool to see uh, yeah Luca get his debut a few weeks ago. He obviously deserved it, and um, yeah it was a good you know obviously a good feeling uh, seeing the boys the boys do well. And, mate, leadership, is it something that comes easy to you? I mean, it's not for everyone, but did you enjoy the role of, of being captain? Yeah, I loved it, man. I loved it. Um, I just uh, went into that, that tour just with a mindset of just trying to help as many people as I can, you know, try to help the, a few of the Italian uh, boys that, you know, are from Italy and live, live in Italy and, yeah, they can't speak that much English, but I tried to teach them as much as possible and just try to help uh, the Italian Rugby League as much as, I, as much as I could. And, mate, looking at your, your return and coming back to the Roosters, obviously you came over with a bit of an injury and then started playing lower grades. I was actually in New Zealand uh, when you guys played the Warriors and you, had a, you were a standout in that side. I think you just went down that day, but I, I know you, I'm not sure if you scored a try, but I know you set a couple up and I, and I said to the people that were watching with us, I said, mate, he's ready for first grade. I think it was a week or two after that that you forced your way in and, and now you're in the side. Your form to date, how do you think you're going? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, obviously uh, got a few few minutes up last week, which was which was good. And um, yeah, obviously it was a bit, you know, a bit of a weird feeling coming into a, a, a new team or a new club uh, being injured. So that was a bit tough, and I guess a little bit, you know, a little bit embarrassing. You don't want to, um, you know, you you want to come to a when you come to a new club, you want to obviously. You know, gain the respect, earn the respect from your teammates and you know the coaching staff or and, and people like that. And yeah, to be in the rehab and, <laughs> was yeah a bit a bit shitty, but um, yeah, managed to get through that and then uh, you know get my minutes up yeah in the lot in, in, in reserve grade, which is you know which is really good. I think that has helped me. Um, you know, obviously not having a preseason and any trial matches and stuff like that to yeah to to get my minutes up there and yeah, thankfully yeah got got to start on the bench and um yeah these last few weeks yeah has, has been you know pretty sh- uh, obviously pretty shitty uh losing but um yeah it's good to to get a bit of opportunity now nathan i've always enjoyed watching you play whether it be the tigers south para you're a bit of a firebrand you know you run off the back fence and, and love belting into blokes but playing a side where there's some <laughs> some similar players you know jared wire high graves victor radley and, and the lock What's it like running out with players like that now? Yeah, it's sick, man. Um, you know, a lot of respect for the, you know both of those boys. Um, you know, I love the way they play. It's sick knowing that. Um, yeah, going, yeah, running out next to them. It's um, you know that they they got their like, they got your back and um, they're all teammates and and all for all you know all for the boys. So yeah, whenever there's a you know a hard time or a bit of a, a tough patch on the field. Um, yeah, just to, to see those boy, blokes beside you, I just, you know, rip it in. It's, um, yeah, it gives you, yeah, I guess, more motivation and uh, more energy to, to do the same, I guess. So, yeah, it's been it's been sick. So you have earned your spot 
this week's starting lock. Do you enjoy that ball-playing style lock that the Roosters tend to use? Do you, do you like getting your hands on the ball a lot? Yeah, yeah. It's sort of... Uh... Yeah, sort of the the game I like to play. You know, that's my natural game, and I knew that coming to the Roosters, they you know they like that type of footy. Robbo likes to play that type of footy, and I knew that I could you know fit in and um, just play my natural game in the team. So yeah, I um, I enjoy you know enjoy that role. I guess yeah, that's the way I I like to to play footy, and yeah, it's the it's the way that Roosters like to play footy. So yeah, it's it, it's it's um yeah, it's cool, man. I, I um. I enjoyed and uh, running and locking the, the four pack, you know, running next to the blokes outside me, you know, they make it a, a, bit, a bit easier the, the way they play and stuff. So it's, uh, yeah, man, it's cool. Mate, looking at the side uh, that Robbo's picked for this weekend, there's, there's plenty of pace uh, and, and plenty of ball playing ability through the forward pack. Just want to get your thoughts on young Nafahu White. Obviously, new to first grade. He's a big body, he seems to have a fair bit of footwork. What have you thought of his uh, game so far? Yeah, he's obviously a talented young kid, man. He's only, yeah, really young. And, you know, for a, for a big boy, he's got, you know, plenty of footwork. And, uh, you know, that's a bit rare to have these days with, you know, big boys, yeah, you know, you know, busting tackles. And his, uh, his leg drive after contact is, it's awesome, man. So, um, yeah, he's, yeah, it's, I'm, uh, yeah, really impressed, um, yeah, coming to a club and, um, and, and seeing him play the way he's playing at such a young age. Um, you know, we've got a couple of young boys coming through that are, you know, very young and, um, yeah, very skillful. And I know you're good mates with Teddy. Uh, look, it's no secret he's had a couple of tough weeks. Have you had a chance to have a chat to Teddy over a couple of uh, espressos? <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah, I sort of texted him yesterday. I was just, yeah, sort of said, mate, I'm here for you. I know that, yeah, he's been, you know, getting hammered uh, in the in the media, the, the poor bloke. and. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah, reached out to him yesterday, mate. And said, yeah, I'm here for you, mate. If you um, yeah, need to yeah, need to talk or anything, just let me know. But um, I know that you know his response is uh, you know, he's looking forward to the to the game this weekend, and I know uh, yeah, he's going to go out there and, and kill it because he's you know he's a champion, and yep. um, yeah, you know I know that once the media gets a hold of all this stuff, they uh. They kind of uh, can be pretty brutal, but, but um, you know, yeah, like I said, mate, he's a champion and he'll uh, he'll bounce back like um, he's always had. It's amazing how quickly people seem to forget the things he's done for not even <laughs> not only the Roosters but the the state, state and the, the country. country. Yeah. I mean, he's he captained us and I think he was man of the match in last year's <laughs> World was, Cup final. He's he's been the Roosters uh, Jack Gibson medal winner the, every he's year been he's been here. here. Yeah. So I think people have pretty short memories. But speaking of bouncing back that form, we. Take on Manly at Brookvale, 4 p.m. on Sunday, Arvo. Probably one of the hardest games I'd imagine to to play at Brookvale over with a on a Sunday, Arvo. Especially, what do we have to do to to turn our form around? Yeah, well, I think we just need to just you know, Rob Robbo said it after the game and, and during the week. We just need to just don't put so much pressure on ourselves. Just go out there and play. You know, we obviously have a great squad, you know, and, and a great side, but um, we just need to just release that. I guess pressure we, we're kind of putting on ourselves. Cause I think that's what we are doing. We're just we're, we're trying, but we you know obviously you can you can overstep that mark yeah. when you try too hard and you try to force things when they're not there. And um, you know our focus this week is just to just to play and uh, you know play with that freedom that we know we can because you know once we once we play with that freedom uh, we know that it will click and then everything will um, will be you know be back to normal I guess. So yeah, we focus on that this week. We know, it's, yeah. We know it's going to be a tough game, but for us, it's just going out there and just and just playing. 
Last question before we let you go, mate, and it's a fan favourite. What about away from the field, Brownie? What do you get up to down at Bondi? Bondi, well, I'm still living at uh, in, in Maryland's at the moment, so I've only on my days off. I've, I've only been down Bondi a couple of <laughs> couple of times uh, since I've since I've joined the club. You know, it's obviously a bit cold there at the moment. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I did enjoy one recovery session. I think I caught up with the boys down there. I was just yeah after that. After that recovery session, I yeah, uh, you know, I remember messaging a few of my mates that obviously live back in Para. I said, "Boys, it's um, I tell you what, I think I think I'm in love with you, but with Bondi during the uh, during the winter, especially. I said when it's a nice, you know, a winter some like sunny winter's day, um, you know, the water was was beautiful at the time, and I messaged the boys. I said, you know what, I think uh, I think Bondi is a new place in winter because it's a bit, it's a bit um." You know, a bit quiet. Uh, it was easy to park in there, and I was like, you know, what? I might uh, on a nice sun- sunny winter day, I might come down here more often. So um, I just la- la- let the boys know that I, I've, I've gone to Bondi, but I'm still Marylands at heart. So well, mate, we want to thank you for joining us uh, on the podcast today. I want to wish you best of luck. I'm really looking forward to our back row of yourself, Victor, and Nafahu uh, there on Sunday afternoon. It's no secret, Manly are a big pack, and uh, I love the fact that we've got a couple of wild blokes in, in yourself, Victor, JWH. So it's going to be a battle of the forwards, and I can't wait. Best of luck on Sunday, mate, and uh, we look forward to getting the win. Yeah, 100%. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Have a good mate. day. Thanks, mate. You See too. you, boys. Bush, I don't know about you, but when I'm tonguing for a schooner, I go down to the Clovelly Hotel. With happy hour, Monday to Friday, 4 to 7, I can wrap me laughing gear around one of my favourite icy cold beverages. And who can forget, Monday night, kids eat free, you're beauty. So head on down to the Chloe, your home of sport in the east. Welcome back to Roosters Radio. And Paddy, I've got to say, uh, great chatting with uh, Nathan Brown there. A, a true Westie at heart, mate. But uh, look, I love the way he plays. Uh, he plays that old school style where he, he runs in as hard as he can. He, he smashes blokes in the process. And uh, as I said there in the interview, I'm really looking forward to, to that matchup, the Roosters v Manly in the forwards. Well, he's certainly a player you want to play with, not against Silky. I think, yeah. that's, I think that's the way I'd describe him. Um, really good bloke as we just... Got to find out a little bit more about him. And Westy at heart, but I think Bondi might be calling him a little bit. I think, I think he might be getting drawn there from what he was saying there. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Paddy, 4 p.m. Sunday afternoon, Fortress Brookvale, hard place to win. Great place to watch the game, weather permitting, of course. Historically, Manly are always up at home. How do you see it? Yeah, Silky, I'm really looking forward to this game. I think I might head out to Brookie Sunday Arvo. Sit on the hill, watch the footy, couple tins, all weather permitted, of course. But look, this game's going to be really tough. No Tom Travojevic is obviously helpful for us, but Jake steps back into the team, and I think he's almost as important. I don't think he gets rated as highly as Tom Travojevic, but he's just as important to that team. And Cherry Evans has really stepped up, and I think he's playing the form of his career. Also, Josh Schuster has just uh, signed or re signed a big fat contract Mm. over there at Brookies. So, uh, 
he'll be celebrating that. And uh, obviously, he's playing uh, in the half role. Yeah, I think we're going to bounce back. And I'm really looking forward to that back row that you speak of. Victor, Nafahu White, and Nathan Brown. I'm really interested to see Victor playing that left edge. Yeah. Take, you know, that's where Boy Corner played in the number 11. He's a great hole runner. You always see him running off Kiri and running off other forwards. He really knows how to hit a hole. And I think being out in that edge, not in the action as such at, at that lock, might kind of calm his head a little bit. Well, I think... What you get with Nathan Brown is a similar style of player. You know, Nathan Brown also loves taking the ball to the line and passing at the line. Yep. He set up a few tries already this year, Nathan Brown. I remember one uh, a couple of weeks ago with an inside ball. Might have been a Teddy or Luke Keary, but I know there was another one the other week where he took it to the line and we spread it over to the left for Toops to score. So very similar players, and, and you're right, I think Victor running that hole uh, on the left edge is dangerous. And, mate, we know Nafahu White has got really good footwork as well. And, uh, of course, we get Joey Manu back at number four. So uh, it ticks a lot of boxes. And, of course, Joseph Suali'i back at, I think, his preferred position number I, five. It's definitely his preferred position, in my opinion. I think that's where he thrives. His carries from out the back end of the field is his biggest attribute. And, of course, under that high ball. So we saw what he could do last year. Obviously, Let's be real here. His form hasn't been great at centre this year. He actually acknowledged that up there at the Captain's Club uh, yep. last weekend when we hosted up there. Yeah, So he said, look, my form hasn't been great. I've had a couple of weeks you know, to, to look back and reflect and, and see what I could do better. And I'm really looking forward to getting back and playing some footy. So, that, I mean, there's some, plenty of upside there. Well, you've got to remember, he's still so young. He was yeah. in high school a year or two ago. Yeah. And he's had so much media going on at the moment this year with Rugby Union and everything like that. And centre is such a hard position, arguably the hardest to play on the field defensively especially. So we can put him back to the wing. He's still young. He's still developing his own game. Get him going at what he's good at, and that's carrying the ball and putting on hits. Well, not only that, but doing those tough carries out of our own end. It's massive. You know, getting those meters and getting the quick play of the ball. You touched on young players there, Pat. Another one we need to acknowledge is young Siwa Wong, who's making his debut. Uh, look, there's been plenty of raps on Siwa in our reserve grade side. I've had an opportunity to watch a couple of games. I saw him play over in New Zealand, and I saw one of the TV games a couple of weeks back. He's an attacking back row as well so uh, he's going to add something off the bench but look yeah I really like the look of the lineup yeah I'm loving it congratulations to CY Wong I've heard lots of good raps about him and the lineup is exciting it's the first time in a while I won't it's lie that attacking, I've looked at it yeah, lineup, and I thought this this is attack you know yeah. what I mean I think we're going to be scoring points so on the back of that I'm going to give a score prediction I still think it'll be close yep but I think we'll get a few points on the board, and I'm going to flip the script from last weekend. I'm going to say we win 20 points to 18 this time. Oh, very close to what I was going to say, Paddy. I think uh, I think the same. I had 20 for us, yep. but uh, if you said 2018, I'm going to say 20 points to 14. I think we might let a couple in there. Hard to hold out there at Four Pines Stadium, Manly, and as you said, DCE in, in some career best form. But uh, that's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. We want to thank our very special guest, the one and only Nathan Brown. You've been listening to Roosters Radio. East, East to, to win. win. It's not how to play the game, they play it hard and fast.